It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matt Peverell, joined by my co-host as always, Marky D, Marky Davison. How you doing, Mark? Yeah, good, Matty. That Down Under was a real nice four and three. Down Under! Down Under! <laughs> Thunder! No, we, no, we, we uh, yeah, it's exciting, four and three. I think there's a bit of the live chat. Look, we are... Uh, we wanted to save you guys from me taking an intermission to the restroom mid-show. So, uh, yeah, we just had, just had to sort out, you know, deal with the personal business on that. And then Brian wanted Matty B. So I was looking for Matty B. I don't know who Matt B is, but uh, I was looking for Matty B. Uh, just just stirring you guys up, just stirring you guys up there. Mark, how are you feeling? Because just before we went on air, uh, you know, we were talking about it and sort of saying, it feels like ages since the game against the Browns. Yeah, it feels like it's been a very long time. Um, 
like we still got the win, and I guess because we have one of the last shows, and also because the game on Monday Night Football now is we normally have football tomorrow, but now we got to wait another day. So we're we're like in limbo. Are we a post game for Australia, or you know, for our take, or are we the pre pre game? Like, where are we? The, the the thing I do know what we are though is the Steelers are four and three and third in the division, and it's not a time to give up. Um, I'm so happy with this team and how they're progressing and how they're actually playing football and starting to work as a team. And I think um, Tony brought it up yesterday in, in his show when he when he called out uh, uh, Roethlisberger for being so happy after the win. And that made me feel happy too. He was so excited and like such, um, you know, he was just so happy to, to get that win over Cleveland again for the 24th time. Um and I think I just want to say for some of the fans out there, like when you did throw away your fan card for those few games, this is the chance now where you have a chance to pick up the card or forever leave it on the ground and just leave us alone. Because this right now, four and three, we could go five and three on, on, a, on a playoff stretch. We could really start to see things moving. So, so everyone who said fire Tom on fire, the whole staff, get rid of, you know, stealing McBeam. Pick up your fan card or I'm done with you. Like, I don't know where you feel, Maddie, but I'm just like, it's a, such a massive long season. Yeah, and, and I, like, the, the way Big Ben led the team and, you know, Brian Anthony Davis, bad, you know, our podcast producer talks about this in the post-game show. The way, and I agree with him completely, the way Ben led the team when, you know, Boswell was out and Ben didn't make any mistakes, like, I've talked so much on this show last season and this season around Ben not making mistakes and turning the ball over. Like this defense is too good to to have a quarterback make a bunch of mistakes. And, you know, we're going to have a rookie quarterback at some point soon. We're going to go through that battle, you know, and the defense will be able to help balance it out. But if you want to win a championship, you can't turn the football over. And, you know, a 10-15, you know, score that sort of a tightness of a game one one turn over there would have made would have been make or break it can be in any game but i don't know for me i feel like the way we've shifted to the run which the o-line's allowed the way ben's been you know not uh, he's not overly trigger happy you know yes he'll throw you know the dimes like we sort of pat free and move you know fourth down in the touchdown toe drag swag which I had a really poor attempt at, at war room this week to say it like Nate Burleson and stop myself while I did it. But to me, I know Ben has been in a, in a quarterback in this league for like, what is it? 16, 17 seasons now. I know he's like almost 40, but I feel like he's still maturing as he goes forward. Do you know what I, do you know what I mean? Like you just, there's this maturity he's bringing to the play. There's this confidence, you know, there's this steel focus and, you know, I think these wins, it's like what you said there, like to see Ben celebrate after, these wins mean everything because he's not necessarily taking it for granted like he may have early in his career. He knows that could be the last time he plays in Cleveland. And it's just fantastic to see the Steelers come away with the wins. And it's great to see, as I've been talking about, like War Room, you know, each week that I do on a Thursday, focuses on the rookies. And to see the rookies step up the way they did in such a big game last week that, you know, some people are calling it make or break. It might not have been make or break, but at the same time, it was a game that if you don't win that, the rest of the season becomes, you know, a lot tougher, you know, to, to, to make something of it. Instead, we're four and three. We've won another divisional game. We've, you know, won, you know, four, you know, three games on the trot, four games on the trot, come out of the bye. Things are looking up. We've got players coming back. 
it's happy days. And as you just said there, if fans can't pick up their card now, you know, <laughs> there's a it's, lot of slang that I've used, but I, we get banned. I'm telling you, this is really the last chance. I understand you go through a rut of like three game losing streak, streak, but you have to be the ebb and flow of the season, and it's even longer season now. And we all know that the the previous season with the Steelers, we start bad and we end up going a bit better. Um, yeah. It's the it's the day and age we live in, but this is the time where like I'm not I'm not like testing. Like, I'm not the biggest fan and you're not the biggest fan. There's so many other guys who go to games and do more than what we do. We are passionate, but you have to let these Steelers have their time. And, and they're really starting to get this football together. On the defense, they're playing much better. Um, offensively, they're moving Muth a lot better, us- using Muth. Um, DJ's playing lights out. Claypool's um, playing here and there. They're running the ball so much better. And I'm just saying the train's moving. And if you want to bag this team out or fire Coach Tom, which is not going anywhere, then yes, have your opinion and have your take. That's your voice. That's that's what you want to say. But just leave the guys like us who want to cheer our team and see them win and, and support them to win. Just stop with the fire Tomlin. Like go make go make another page and have all your mates together and put all that energy in there. Because I don't want to hear it. I want to hear the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Bears. Like they did, Carolina, uh, the Panthers, like forty-five to what seventeen or something. They're going to come out strong in this game. They've won Monday Night Football nineteen in a row at home. Like this is going to be. This is going to be, how much more? How much more passion do you need to have? Um, Monday Night Football, the the black and gold color rush, all that kind of stuff at home. TJ Watt, what else do you need to be pumped up? Well, that's that's exactly it, Mark. Like, if you can't get up for this game, can you get up at all, right? Like, th- that's the reality of it. Like, but at the same time, and while I'm really confident, like I've got my new Pittsburgh Steelers Yoda, and down the bottom it says we will win on it, right? I wore this last week on Sunday <laughs> after the show, and we won the game. And then I wore a new away lucky shirt that's worked for two away games every twice when I've worn it. Do you know how like I have my lucky shirt that I like I sleep in when I wake up in the morning and there's a morning game early out time. Um, so I'm sticking with the rhythm. I don't want to I don't want to stuff anything up this week, right? Uh, but you know the Steelers have the Steelers have to win this game to keep in the AFC North hunt. Uh, so, but going let's go back to the Browns game, Mark as well. You know, you're watching that game just like obviously just as much you know as much as I as I was. What outside of the stat line stood out for you? like to you about the game. Like I talked a little bit there about like Ben's maturity and no turnovers and all the rookies, you know, stacking up. But what was the bit that like really st- stuck out for you? Um, the, the terrible penalties. That was probably one of the hardest yeah. games to watch all year. Yeah. Um, the, the, the one that really, really irked me the most was the big Ben quarterback sneak for two points, which is a play that should have been held up. And he was, it was apparently held up for a flag in the end yeah. zone. You don't throw the flag there at all. You just don't do that in that play. Um, how many times does a running back run into a pile or run it, run into the end zone where there's like, you know, yeah. one yard to go? I understand throwing a flag when a player runs 50 yards because of a hold. But in the trenches, in between the lines, you don't throw a flag there for someone holding him up, holding up his jersey. Um, the penalties were just awful. We've talked about it a lot. The whole show has. BTC's covered it. Um, I like the play of DJ. I think DJ's really coming into his own in, in this offense. I really like what he's doing. I think I think he's even outplaying Claypool to a bit. And it, it doesn't, you know, who 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 cares who 
outplays who, but DJ is really starting to play some good football. Um, and lastly, before you have your thoughts on the game, um, it was so funny to see Baker Mayfield fire up on the sidelines. And uh, <laughs> dude, the, the first, I know the first down, first down, and and then he, and then you know the next minute, my mate Joe Schobert, who I've been picking on a little bit too, comes over with a forced fumble, and we get it back. So it was a great still win. Like I still in the whole season, I still like the Buffalo win the most. But this was really fun to see to see us get this victory. Yeah, and, and the way I look at it, I'm just going to give you two stat lines. Nick Chubb, under 80 yards. Jarvis Landry, under 100 yards. No one ahead of both of those guys in terms of rushing yardage or receiving yardage. And I think that's really important because if you'd said that going into this game, hey, this is where we're going to hold them to. Kareem Hunt, only one rush yard for 13 yards. Uh, sorry, only for, for under 50 yards as well. You know, not they're not like getting, you know, 80, 80 each or 70, 70 each. That's incredible from the Steelers' defense. Like that, that puts you in it to win it. And again, I know it's not a hot take to say that the Steelers are going to rely on their defense to win. But in a 17-game stretch against a team with that O-line, those weapons at wide receiver, and obviously they don't use OBJ and, you know, he's not going to be there anymore. And, you know, that is what it is. Who cares kind of thing. Like, it's like when, have you seen the clip of when OBJ signed with, with the Browns and Tomlin was like, oh, he's like, he doesn't care, right? It's the same thing. But like, when you look at those stat lines, the defense has to has to perform, right? So... Are you there, Maddie? Yep, yep. Right. I hit the I hit the play on my headset, which played the other window that I've got open. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. That's bad. That's bad quality there. Sorry, sorry, BTSC family. Um, gesturing around and smacking my microphone everywhere we go. I need to get one of the coaches' headsets that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mate. In my one, I'm, I'm calling plays in my one. I'm ready to go. Have you got your stat sheet again? Remember that? Remember that uh... podcast? You had your play sheet. Yeah, I've got a few things around here that I, that I can look at for information. Yeah, um, nice. That's not not nice. so much a stat sheet just yet today. Uh, as we, you know, I'll talk more about the, the Bears stuff in, in a minute. But um, yeah. look, I, well, you, yeah, you go. Just, just to finish that point, like, let's say the defense has got to rock up every game, right? And there's going to be some games that don't rock up, and the offense has to take over. But there was no way if the steel if it went point for point, the Steelers weren't going to be able to match the Browns, right? Like I, I just I don't think, or you could say that with that with like a lot of confidence that, that would have been a struggle with the rookies we've got. Instead, the defense held them held them, you know, to obviously only 10 points. And then that allowed the offense to be able to do what they needed to do and scrape the win. And that's what we've got to do. It goes back to what we said like two or three weeks ago now, take and get care of business every game that was taking care of business every game. And it makes me very confident for the season to come if we can just do that game by game by game. Well, I, I actually reckon the offense played... I, I think the offense won that game more than the defense did. I know we got the fumble, um, but I liked how Najee was running the ball. We got 90 yards. I liked yeah. how Muth caught some first downs and was running with, you know, um, with vigor and uh, physicality. Like he started to really push people over. Um, Trey Turner's using his arms like, you know, like they're bloody pogo sticks and he's pushing people out of the way. Uh, I do like what this offense is turning into. And I think at the very start, we're all worried, but you can only get better. We're getting better every single week. 
And I say we because you, you and me, you and me, matter. We're part of the team. We're all part of the team. Um, but it's it's so actually, much fun. I should stop you there. I heard this funny one. Um, and when I, everyone knows, I listen to Move the Sticks with uh, Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. I listen to their podcast, right? And <laughs> they were talking about this last week, and uh, Bucky was talking about um, I think it was Green Bay, right? And he played in a, he played in a few different places, and I know, and he was talking about um, North Carolina where he played college as well. And uh, he said, "We we we." After a while, right? And they don't. He's obviously no longer working with a particular NFL franchise, and. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah was like, oh, I find this so funny when people say we, like, is it your team? <laughs> he's like, is it your team? He's like, I, I scouted for different teams. I was on the bench for different teams. You know, I call charges, um, you call charges game from radio side of things. And he was sort of saying like, you know, I call them we because I'm watching every game. But he said, it's so funny when I hear fans of teams say we, and he's like, are they your team? And it's, I, it's, just, it's just a funny one. Like, I, I understand. I say it we all the time. But as he said it, I'm sitting there. I'm like, yeah, I'm not the Roonies. I'm not paying the checks. I know. Yeah. Look, I think it's just it's just easier. It's much easier easier to say we. Like we did, we played really well. Um, and we all know what what we as the Steelers are talking about. We're on a Steelers podcast. We're wearing Steelers jerseys. What terrible towels behind us everywhere. 100%. Um, it's quite easy to to picture that we, and it is like the fan base is part of it. Like if there was no fan base, there'd be no reason to play. Um, Well, well, and that's it. It depends on your role. Like, and and as he was saying it, I was sort of thinking, well, hang on DJ. Like, you know, you have played for different teams. You have scouted for different teams. That's on, that's like, that's your perspective. But you know, we're fans of one team. Like, yeah, it was just, it was just funny. Like how some people see it like that. That's all. And we're, and we're the best team. Well, we're the, we're the world's team. Well, stuff oh, America's yeah. team, stuff the cowgirls. Yeah, well, we definitely are. We're, we're, we've had like United Kingdom. We're from Australia. We've had um, people from you know Brazil. We got uh, Germany. Like this, just it is. It, it, when we say we, we we mean this, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we want what's best for the team. So, um, yeah, I was really happy with the win. Like to be very honest, at fifteen to ten, fine, a weird score, but. Uh, as a collective, and we, and you know, me and big, me and big Ben are mates. Like we, we just, I'm happy for the guy. I really am. I'm happy for this team to to start to really, really get things together. If they win this week, uh, Maddie, five and three. Can you imagine? We are like right now. We again, us, the sixth seed in the playoffs. Yeah, and and that shows like, where winning games against like the Bills come, you know, comes in handy. You know, like the Steelers are going to get. It, you know, you talk about the rest of the season too, which is really positive, right? Like, we're going to go up against the Titans with probably no Derrick Henry, right? Now, two weeks ago, that game was looking like, oh, man, the Titans have got out of their early season slump. Now they don't have Derrick Henry. Yes, they still got AJ Brown and Julio Jones, and, you know, can't wait to preview that game for obvious reasons. But at the, by the same token, you've got to take it game by game. And that's what was going to be really important when we talk about the Bears this week because everyone knows the history there that we have with the Bears. So, we're looking forward to talking about in part two. But Mark, the best thing about this week too, which we didn't get to do last week, is because it's not a buy, because they played a game, we can give an update on the Ironheart Awards that we put in for this Yeah, definitely. As well. Um, so um, I'll hand over to you because this is like, this is your segment and I, I love it each week. And Mark is on me like nothing else to fill in my points each week. Mark, make sure I do, make sure I do my homework, even if it's right before the deadline. So it's, um, yeah, well, it's awesome. 
it just gives us it gives us a good look to see how the Steelers are going and who are who are winning these games for us. So I want to start with you, Maddie. We'll start with the three points first. Who are your three points for the the Browns game? Yeah, mine were Pat. Mine was Pat Freemuth. Uh, you know, I've been on him for a while. I think there's been a conjecture about you know <laughs> who from BTSC was on the on the train there first for him. But money where your mouth is, put your bet on. I put my bet on. He got drafted. But um, no. All that being said. They've just got to keep finding ways to work him into this offense. And and even, you know, not be so predictable with him. You look at, you know, what he does on third down. You look at the way he did that toe drag swag. As I mentioned earlier, he's a safe pair of hands in the red zone. You know, it's just exciting to see. And it goes back to what I think I said it a couple of, I think I said in the preseason, it was early on in the season. And I had said it soon after the draft. The biggest thing that we needed to see out of Freemuth this year and next year, and I think he's gotten along a lot further in the last sort of three or four games, is getting a sure pair of hands, making a difference, and becoming a trusted target in the offense from the coach's perspective, the rest of the team. Because when we bring that next quarterback in, you know, there was going to be a rookie at some point in the next three to five seasons, right? Now, I would hope that, you know, yes, Freemuth's on on less than a five-year contract. But I would hope that the Steelers can keep him. I hope he can, you know, not get injured or have concussion issues like Ladarius Green and what have you. But you want to see him develop so that he can become this trusted target for the next quarterback or the rookie quarterback as well. Great if he can do something in year one with Ben. But you want to, you know, a tight end needs to be able to be that safety net for a quarterback. needs to be able to make a difference. You see teams become very two-dimensional between running back and wide receiver where they don't have one. And the ability to work in a tight end really helps a team. Like you look at when the Browns are firing last year, the way they worked in Austin Hooper. Look at, I know Kyle Pitts is more of a wide receiver, but like look at what he's doing for Atlanta. Look at what Antonio Gates did for years with Phillip Rivers. You know, even Heath, what Heath Miller did with us, right? And that, and this is the thing. So that's the thing that excites me about Freemuth with three points is that you're seeing him step up that's without, without that touchdown, they obviously don't win the game, but it's what he's doing around the football. It's the attention he's drawing. I think I talked about this uh, two weeks ago on War Room. I think his PFF score for um, run blocking isn't isn't that great, but I don't think that's necessarily a fair reflection on what he's doing. So, you know, I'm just excited to see Muth develop. And honestly, Mark, I just want to get in those stands, right, in a couple of years' time once we get through this COVID mess. And be yelling Muth with everybody else. Like I went to auto Muth jersey the other day and you can only get the black ones, um, you know, that are easy deliverable to Australia. I really want a white one after that away win with the white jersey. I want to, you know, I'm going to try to find a way to get a white one. Um, that'll be my first away jersey. All my jerseys are otherwise sure. um, otherwise home jerseys. So, um, but yeah, the Pat Freeman three points for me. All right. Well, you took my time slot, so we'll move straight into Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> mine was uh, three points for DJ, and we'll just keep it there. DJ's awesome. Um, that's my time done. Uh, Maddie, who's your number two points? See, <laughs> see, this is Mark always tells me you got to keep it short with this, and then you get into this roll on this train. That's all right. That's all right. I'm sorry. My two points, very simply, I talked about it earlier. Big Ben Roethlisberger. I thought he controlled the game really well. Yep. No turnovers, did what he needed to do, made the tough passes, uh, you know, gave it to Najee when he had to give it, led that game. He's a leader of men. Jeff Hartman's shirt says, play big like Ben. He played big, stood up tall. They won the game, walked away with the win. You know how. 
Yeah, no, I agree. So uh, I have to go again. Uh, the offensive rookie of the player of the month is my two points is Najee Harris. Um, there's something about this guy that is just, it's just, there's a spark now in this offense. And I think we're like number 27th overall in the running game, which is fantastic because we were 32nd last year or something. I like moved we up two spots in like three games or something. So yeah, that's not like bad. It's, that's not bad. It's improvement. And there's so much more. He still hasn't cracked one for 50, but he's getting better. He's getting the fourth downs. He's getting, um, he's getting, He's getting the first, when I say fourth, I mean like he's fourth and ones, he's getting those, he's getting first downs. He is playing really good football and he's playing at a point where like his stock is rising all the time, every single game. So my two points is for Najee. Um, who's your number one point? My number one point is Dan Moore Jr., right? Now, I know that he didn't handle, you know, Garrett all day. But he's a fourth-round rookie against Miles Garrett. And Ben didn't get sacked. Ben got sacked twice. Like, And one of them was from Malik McDowell. He's a, he's a guy for us to watch out for. But Najee's going to have to get past him you know, twice a year now for a very long time. He's, he's a good defensive tackle out there for the, for the Browns. Um, but, yeah, going back to Dan Moore Jr., like, ah, you've got to love the effort from this guy, right? I feel like he's last year's Dotson. But he gets even less credit, and he's in a much tougher spot. And he's playing next to Dotson, who's not like a seasoned veteran either. Like, I, I just, I love the quality from him. I love the the passion. I love the going about his business quietly. There's never a complaint. He's getting better. I can't wait to see what he's like week fifteen, week sixteen. Right? I mean, you know, this is going to get really interesting. And I, and I think that he, he's helped out by what Canada's doing and keeping it fresh with the different sweeps and the short passing and the motion and what have you. I think that helps players like uh, like Dan Moore Jr. But yeah, just exciting to see him step up and against Garrett too. Like you got you'd be coming off that feeling pretty good. I uh, yeah, I, I think the whole the whole O line is playing better. Um, just just starting to get their rhythm together, and I like how physical they're being now. They're, they're really getting after it. And um, this this is what we want to see heading into November, December football. It's going to get colder. And I think we had a, we might lose a few more games, but we had one of our bad stretches to really wake them up, to wake everyone up. Um, for me, my one point is Big Ben. You gave him, you gave him two points before. This, this was definitely the game uh, to give him points. Uh, everyone's, you know, saying he's too wild, he's terrible, he's slow. Yeah, he's slow, but like... If that QB, if that QB sneak landed, we were so happy. Like he was just that was a brilliant play call at a brilliant time to fake everyone out to the left. Um, I believe they in that play, they came in like a heavy set and then they spread out, right? So they had like the heavy, all the heavy guys to spread out, and then there was like no one in the middle. So it was a good call to 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 use the the personnel and then to run through the middle flag. We would have been up 11-9. However, being up 11-9, we might have lost that game. We might have been too complacent. Um, being down 9-10, having no kicker, no Boswell, forced Big Ben to do Big Ben things um, as he as he slinged the ball to DJ for the for the 50-yarder. Like, Big Ben deserves some credit in this game as well. Um, who would be your manly uh, player award? Who, 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 who did the, the, the most outstanding, courageable play? I gave it back to Ben, all right? Really? Ben, like, yeah. ben came up trumps for me today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben, I gave it to Ben. 
that I, I kid you not, the leadership in that game, the no turnover, like, and I know I shouldn't sit here like after all the things Ben's done and sit here like, you know, oh, like I'm so shocked that Big Ben stood up. No turnover. I don't think he made too many dumb, like silly throws that we occasionally see out of Ben. One. They got, sma- they got, yeah, that's like actually you're right. They got yeah. smashed at home last year in the wildcard playoff game. He comes in here, goes to Ohio, gets the win, right? Like, uh, I was just really happy for him. It was a manly, there's the manly award. That's what that stands for. Right? Yeah, that's, and you no, think right. about, like, you know, a lot of the listeners don't know my, like a hell of a lot about the Manly Seagulls, if anything, right? But you and I know that there's veterans that have stepped up for the Manly Seagulls for a long time. And Manly had a history of buying a lot of veterans and complimenting them with good youngsters and, and winning winning because of that. He was like the Ben Kennedy. He was like the Matt Orford, if you know anything about rugby league, the Cliff Lions, right? That's yeah, the performance be. that Ben did, you know, and that's, a, that's for Mark and I. That's our little takeaway from this segment, but... Yeah, I just I thought he stood up. It was a manly award. No, I I agree with you. He went into Ohio and got his twenty fourth win. Um, I don't know what what more do you need to say for that? Uh, my <laughs> there's nothing like the Cleveland Super Browns need to. Yeah, I, I can I can read that as well. I don't want to read that on air though. The Cleveland Super Browns <laughs> they great, they need they needed to be held in check and they were held in check this game. Uh, Big Ben twenty four times two losses. And one draw, that's a, a dominating, you know, series of events over the 17 years. My manly award goes to Chris Boswell for getting knocked out. Um, that's pretty. I, that's pretty fair, actually. That's pretty fair. <laughs> like I, I, I watched at the time. I was angry at the play call. I didn't like the play call at all. Looking back. Oh, at hang, it, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, so you didn't like the play call in terms of the ref not calling the penalty, or you didn't like the play call full stop. No, the, the the ref was terrible. I didn't like the idea of going for a touchdown. Um, I really? think you got to go six six to three in that game. I think you have to. You got to go for a field nah, goal. To make I disagree. You'd rather go to halftime three and three. Yeah, because they got the no. ball. They were getting the ball back. It doesn't matter. Nah, just, go for the points. Nah. If they if they if they get that play right, who's to say that they're gonna they're gonna score? I'm gonna like I'm gonna quote other. I'm gonna quote the old Jim Ross. If wishes were fishes, the whole world would be an ocean. You're dreaming, Maddie. You're bloody dreaming. I'm going to quote Mike Tomlin. We don't live in our fears. Well, obviously, they, they obviously they did live in their fears because how did they live they, in their fears? Well, the play the play wasn't the, the the right call at the the, the time to do it. Um, the the Browns had figured them out, and as Bozzy goes outside, it just wasn't a play. I don't think you have to do that play that time. Like I don't think you, you have to get the points there to lead in the half time. You have to go six to three. Do you know the thing that upset me? And I jokingly put this in. Um, I think I put it in the Slack channel or I put it in the post game show. Is that if they should have doubled down on it, right? Like later in the game, like there was a fourth and one, and they put, called out big press. He should have just run it up the guts. Like he should have gone straight down the middle. Like just double down on it. There, there are certain times I agree with you would need to go for it. Maybe if you're down point, you're down by a score or two scores, and maybe to trick them, or maybe you're up by a score. I would say at that time, though, I do believe, and I think it's it's a 50 50 call, really. Yeah. You believe yeah. one way, I believe the other. Um, it's, it's, I just think you had to go six to three and a half time. And I believe they came out of the half, or was it the, the next drive they went and scored and were down by seven? So. Back to, but, back but to the. But as Rhino Tool says, right? If there had been a flag. Oh, 100%. And then, and then they'd scored <laughs> off a run play. Everyone, and, and I know, and I know that other shows this week on BTSC have talked about this. Everyone would have been thrilled. 
I liked it. I just think the Steelers need to be more aggressive. We sit here every week and complain that they don't put up 50 points. They need to do this th- these things yeah. occasionally. And I don't know. I liked it. But we're a lot of difference of opinion. That's what makes a good show. Fair enough. Like, it's look, there should have been a flag because the, 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 I reckon the one reason why there wasn't a flag, too, is, and this is, you could take this out of context, too, but Boswell was sitting off the sidelines. If he was in the field and the play had to be stopped, surely they would have looked at that and said, this guy's concussed. That's true. That's true. Like honestly, like yeah. it's it's th- these refs were terrible. That was one of the worst games I've actually for both sides. Both sides, the refs were were terrible. But actually, um, didn't Tomlin have a? I was about to say, didn't Tomlin have a timeout? He could challenge it with, but he can't challenge it because it's in the final two minutes. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. Speaking of, of of timeouts, let's go into our, our second bit. Who's your coach of the week? Matt Canada, terrific. Yeah, true. I almost went Tomlin because they re- he really obviously got them up for this game. But I just like what Canada's doing, these sweeps and motions. And, you know, I, yeah, I just, it had to be Matt Canada. Well, I've gone here. Look, I've gone Tomlin because he's getting a lot of criticism. But you're going into Ohio, into Browntown Stadium. He gets the W. This is the first time I'm giving Tomlin the award. Um, and to finish off the segment, who's your dunce of the week? <laughs> Simple. And I'm really disappointed that I got to say this. It's. Uh... <laughs> That's <laughs> my Ingram, Melvin Ingram. Like, he's a dunce of the week. You don't want to be part of this team? You want to go with the Chiefs and have those issues? You think you're going to play more there? Good luck, mate. Have fun. Yeah, you, you, you're going to be fired up come uh, come Chief week. <laughs> mate. I've, um, mate. I, 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 found, I found it hard to that today to, to find a dunce this week, but the only really play I thought I had to give it to was Devin Bush, and I think Terrell Edmonds was in there too. Um, he over, Ooh, really? he over, yeah, there was one, it was for one play, right? He over pursued the, 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 the tackle and the, the, the Brown guy just went straight into the end zone. Um, I didn't like it. I just, I thought it was terrible. Like just a bad read, but I really couldn't find anyone else. I couldn't, I couldn't really figure out who played bad for us or who had limited snaps or who did this. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard when you, when you start winning, it's hard to find bad players, but that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, but look, I, I'm interested to see as we go forward, like how these dunces work. And the reason I say that is that, like, Canada's pin. I still like this. Akello Witherspoon still drives me nuts. Like, what what is this guy doing? Like, can can he do something, please? Can you make a play? I haven't seen him in there. So. <laughs> But look, with that, let's uh, let's cap off part one this week with our usual segment, slinging the slang. Just as Big Ben likes to sling the rock, we like to sling the slang. Marky D, what do you got for the listeners this week? Uh, speaking of rocks, I wanted to. I always <laughs> like to see what the Americans think of, like you know, like how we say stuff and what their their analogy of things is. If I said to you, like I'm coming around, your, like coming coming over to your house at four p.m., I'm gonna rock up um, with some beer. Like, what do you think the American listeners and worldwide, do they say that word? Like, um, what time are you rocking up? I'm, I have to write in the chat. Do they say that? What time are you rocking up? Yeah, you know, like when you go to a party. Yeah. Yeah. Or did you what, rock up to play? Did you turn up to play? Yeah. Like, would, would that, uh, is that, an, that's an Australian thing, right? Is there like know. an American kind of version of that? Like, what time are you rocking up? Or is that this I, us? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. You know, because I'm going to I'm going to 
Um, or, you know, if you go over a mate's house and he says, oh, yeah, come over Sunday, and I go, oh, what time do you want me to rock up? Exactly. And that just means what time do you want me to come over? But why yeah. does it like rock and where does this rock come into? Is it like the music rock? Is it the um, is it the actual? I don't know what it is. I just don't understand how this comes this comes into turn. Everyone keeps saying lit. Can you can you remind everyone how you feel about the word uh, Liddy? I just Litty. don't like it. Like me and Juju are mates now, even though he's injured. Um, <laughs> let's get lit or Liddy is just terrible. Can we just stop that? Um, that's TikTok, man. I don't I don't do. I get drunk, but I don't get lit. Like I don't even know. What, what, Especially you... like when people say it, I'm just like, "What are you gonna like douse oh, yourself in gasoline we, we, and light yourself on fire?" Jaredevil like. says, "What time you pulling up?" Same thing, right? Is that that's yeah, pretty similar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what's your what's your uh, sling? I've never oh. actually said this, but I have heard people say it. Right, and it just like when I saw the OBJ stuff this week, and I thought about like the Steelers, um, you know, winning, going to Ohio and winning. You know that saying. I'll see you when I'm looking at you. Yeah. You heard that one? <laughs> yeah. That's basically, uh, so it just made me think of that. So it's basically a, it's a, it's an Australian saying for basically, I don't really want to see you next time. So like, it's sort of by saying, I'll see you when I'm looking at you. It's like, I'll see you maybe on the other side of the road or I'll see you like, see you around basically. But you know, I don't, I don't really see, want to uh, see you. See you around like a result. As the, as the castle <laughs> reference. Or another one too, when we say like, see you later. Um, and then, you know, there was, a, the, was it the famous, uh, who was it, Carl Barron or one of those comedians was like, see you later. He's like, what time? When? Where? Where are you going to be? You know, like. That's man, like my, this, oh, I, I shouldn't say this so I get some people offside. I was going to say, I hate on email, right? When people say best, it's just my pet peeve. Best really? What? Best wishes, <laughs> best F off. Best what like best what? Like define it. Like I get kind regards. I get regards. I get thank you. Like all the rest of oh. it. Cheers even. But best ugh, just You're like you're just waiting for something at the end to be there. Like, can you please tell me what else is going on? Best birthday, best afternoon, <laughs> best email, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> best response. <laughs> you're the best employee. Oh. I don't know. It just when I say best, it, it riles me up. It's it actually gets me like yeah, gives me. I can see, I can see right now. Yeah. That's just, it's really funny. So never email Maddie best because you'll be so fired up. You want to run through a door. Yeah, exactly. But with that, that wraps up part one of this week's Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matt Peveril. This is Marky D. Join us for part two. If you're listening live right now on YouTube or Facebook, stay with us. We'll be back in a couple of seconds. If you're on the audio side, uh, we're listening on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, Pandora. I don't, I'm not sure what else. Stitcher, I think we're on as well. Uh, just flick over to part two where we're going to talk everything bears, audience Q&A and more.
guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.